a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for the KSL In-Depth, and we're live with ABC's Alex Stone, who's usually in Los Angeles. But this afternoon, you're in the heart of things in Washington, D.C., just in time to watch the security ramp up at the White House. What's going on over there? Yeah, so uh, you come into to D.C. right now, Jeff, and it is uh, it looks like you're coming into a hurricane zone in that everything is boarded up and the sounds around the city right now. You hear the, the pounding and the, the cutting of, of plywood and putting it all up. The concerns are tomorrow night and, and what's going to happen as the numbers are coming in. There are at least two groups here in D.C., uh, Black Lives Matter and uh, another group called Shut Down D.C. that are banding together to put up at least one, if not more, large screens uh, around uh, Black Lives Matter Plaza, which is about two blocks from the White House, right across the street from Lafayette Square. And they're saying that that's going to be their headquarters for tomorrow night. Police worry that things will get out of control as the night goes on. They have spent a couple hundred thousand dollars buying chemical irritants and less lethal munitions and uh, no uh, days off for officers uh, tomorrow, everybody on duty, and they hope that tomorrow will end up being calm. I asked one guy today, all right, so uh, how do you see this going down? And he said, well, because D.C. is, as a uh, as voters, typically more liberal, and because it's Black Lives Matter uh, Plaza, that he says if Joe Biden uh, wins, that he expects it to be like Mardi Gras. If Donald Trump wins, he expects there to be uh, quite a few problems uh, in this city tomorrow night. If we even know the numbers tomorrow night, there's a good chance, Jeff, that we won't know. I understand they're upping security meantime at the White House. Are they doing that right now? They are. In fact, uh, all day today, they've been putting up uh, new uh, non-scalable barriers. Uh, At least that's what they call them, big metal barriers around the White House. Uh, Really, it's uh, you can't get more than about a block uh, uh, toward the White House right now. And they're doing it for several reasons. Uh, One, because of those protests going on. But two, we now know the president has invited about 400 people to the White House for an election night event tomorrow. Indoors is the plan right now. It was, uh, he wanted it to be at his hotel down the street, uh, but the D.C. government said no, that 400 people would break all the COVID-19 gathering rules, and they told him if you do it, that they would take enforcement against the campaign. So he moved it, or the campaign did, to the White House, where the D.C. city government, they have uh, no control over that federal property, and, and he can hold his event there. But because he will be in the, the uh, building, uh, he will be on property with guests holding an event They have now been putting up more security around the White House. I would say that you're going to have a very interesting evening tomorrow night, but we're all going to have a very interesting evening. And Alex is going to be part of our nonstop election coverage beginning at 6 p.m., stretching deep into the night tomorrow here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. 
but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.